When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Meta, formerly Facebook, has spent the last several months trying to sell its vision for the metaverse. But an important piece of that puzzle is making sure it has the right headsets to make that a reality. This week, CEO Mark Zuckerberg demoed several new prototype headsets designed to offer better images and capabilities. So could these products bring the company one step closer to realizing its vision for the metaverse? I'm Abrar Elhiti, and this is your Daily Charge. I'm filling in for Roger today, and I'm joined by CNET reporter Queenie Wong. Welcome, Queenie. Thank you for having me. And I have to point out that we are in here in person, which I think is a fitting topic for this. It's metaverse be damned. We like having face-to-face interactions every now and then. So Meta had several VR headsets that were that were demoed. These are prototypes, but... Um, start out with one of them, which is called Butterscotch. So tell us about Butterscotch. And this kind of seems like something that could be um, the next version of the Quest 2, someday replace it. Tell us about what Meta is kind of hoping to bring with this prototype. So Butterscotch is a research prototype headset, which means that it's not a product that's being shipped to consumers. It's basically used for research in the company. And the headset has a better image resolution than the Quest 2. So during a Zoom call with Mark Zuckerberg, which is kind of a weird thing to say, um, he showed this like eye chart um, and they showed a comparison between the Quest 2 and uh, Butterscotch. And you could see the difference in clarity in terms of resolution. They say that with this headset, people are able to see clearly from 20 feet away, which basically means that they can read the 2020 line on a eye chart. But that wasn't the only prototype that Meta showed off. Um, There was a very light and thin headset called uh, Hollow Cake 2. Um, There was Starburst, which has like a bright lamp in it, but it's very heavy. Um, So there's a lot of things being sort of tested at this moment to kind of figure out this puzzle of how do you make VR seem more realistic like the real world? Yeah, and you know, when it comes to the metaverse, Mark Zuckerberg has kind of big dreams of of what this could mean and how this could change the ways that we interact with each other and kind of consume media. What's his big vision for what the metaverse could look like and how do these prototypes kind of feed into that? So the metaverse has sort of been a long-term bet for Facebook, even before it was called Meta. Um, Facebook had purchased a VR headset maker in 2014, and Zuckerberg had said at the time that they were looking at what could be next after mobile, so a more social platform than currently what Facebook is today. And so he talks a lot about this sense of presence like feeling like you're there in person with another loved one or maybe a coworker or somebody you're working with and how to sort of deliver that, that not on a 2D environment. So 
in these virtual worlds, he envisions you might have like holograms of people um, and you would feel like you are there with them like you are in real life. Um, he also said that he thinks in the future that we there are certain physical objects that we might not need. So for example, these big screens um, that we have in our homes to watch TV, maybe that could just be a hologram in the future. So that's sort of been this long-term bet that Facebook is betting their future on, but it's still a very long road ahead and you can kind of see it with all these different prototypes. There's a lot of trade-offs involved. And so they don't, they haven't quite figured out how to solve this puzzle yet, but they're working on it. And what are some of those roadblocks to, to making the metaverse a reality? I mean, the obvious thing that I think of is why do I want to, like, I personally don't want to buy a VR headset. I think I know a lot of people who personally don't. I mean, like, is that kind of one of the issues too, is like, how do we convince people that VR is what they need to be buying or a mixed reality headset? So I think one of the issues is kind of the size and the weight of the headset, which is what Facebook or Met, now Meta is trying to solve with these holographic lenses. So um, the, the conversation got a little wonky because we're talking about how headsets are made and like the amount of space between like your eyes and the VR display, which makes it very front heavy. It almost feels like you're wearing a box on your face, right? And the fact that certain lenses right now in a lot of VR headsets are curved instead of flat, and that takes space in the headset as well. So one of the challenges is the fact that unlike opening up a laptop or um, charging up your, looking at your smartphone, this is just like this entire process to get into VR right now. You have to like, you have the controllers and that's kind of unnatural with your hands. And then you put this thing over your face. It's not as easy as putting on a pair of glasses. And I think that's something that they're hoping to improve on as they research this. Um, and back in the day, like one of the big challenges was kind of the price point. Um, people thought, I think at one point, like a VR headset was like 800 bucks or something, or even like 500 bucks people thought was too much money. Um, and so you got the price, you got like the design of the headset and coupled with the fact that like, it just feels more like a video game right now than realistically socializing with somebody in the real world. It's, it does bring up this question of why do I want to buy this extra thing when I could just do all this on my phone or FaceTime or, you know, have the sense of presence that way, you know, because at least I'm not looking at a cartoon version of, of my coworker or a loved one and it feels a little bit more real. Right. Absolutely. And we always have our phones on us or whatever. Um, so obviously Meta has invested a lot of time, energy, resources um, into promoting its metaverse business, but has it made any profit from it yet? And if not, when does it expect to do so? Yeah, that's the thing about trying to build the metaverse. It's very expensive. And so they're investing, basically, they're spending more money than they're making from um, VR, like selling VR headsets and all of its sort of like futuristic devices like Ray-Ban Stories, which can take photos and videos. And so in the last, in the first quarter, they lost about two, uh, $3 billion um, from these efforts. And Zuckerberg has said that he doesn't expect this business to make a profit for 
a very long time. Like the, he he envisions that we'll have a very exciting 2030s is what he said before in earnings calls. So like I mentioned before, this is a very long-term bet for Facebook and it's unclear at this point if the wager is actually going to pay off. They've definitely made a lot of progress since they first purchased a VR headset maker. Um, the headsets have gotten better. It's not like wired to a computer. The price point has gone, gone down. So there's been improvements made and they're, they're researching um, this. And so maybe they'll get there, but uh, they're still a very long ways away. Yeah, that's a very long-term vision there. Um, Facebook slash Meta also showed off some mixed reality goggles. So tell us about those. Yeah, so that's that was probably like their most ambitious idea. Um, so right now, like I was saying, like a VR headset, it looks kind of like you're wearing a box on your face. Um, but mixed reality goggles, they look sort of like ski goggles. They have holographic lenses. They didn't give too many details about what this device could do, um, but they did caveat it with saying, this is just a rendering. This is just an illustration. It's an idea. We don't, we haven't built out this device, so we can't say that the ski goggle design will actually work, but it's just another look at what maybe what headsets will look like in the future where it is lighter and it feels more like you're wearing glasses or a pair of goggles and less um, like you're wearing a box on your face. And so that was probably something that is even more further down the road. So as we mentioned sort of before, it is, there are so many challenges and like improving the resolution is just one piece of the really large puzzle. And why does Meta have so many different VR and, and mixed reality projects in the works. Seems like they they're really kind of doing a lot of a lot of different projects all at once right now. Yeah. So there, um, whenever there's like a research prototype for a headset, there's often some sort of trade off involved. So for example, uh, with Starburst, which like Zuckerberg had held up, and there were there were like wires and didn't have a covering, and it looked very heavy. Um, Basically, that prototype headset had a very bright lamp in it, and so that was supposed to help solve for the problem of the brightness in virtual virtual reality not being as good as maybe what you would see in 2D TV or computer screens. Um, but the trade-off with that is that it's very heavy, and like nobody's gonna wear that because like nobody wants to wear a heavy lamp on your face. So that's kind of an example of like they're making all these headsets to kind of solve for one element of the problem of trying to make VR more realistic. But when they solve for one problem, then another problem comes up. And so they kind of have to balance like where the trade-offs happen um, and how to finally get like to use everything that they've learned and put it in the final product, um, what eventually might come after the Quest 2. I'm very fascinated by the space and, and whether someday we'll all have to cave and wear 
interesting looking things on our faces uh, to communicate with one another. Um, Queenie, thank you so much for joining us. You can check out our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Abar El Hiti. Thanks for listening. Thank you.